0: A very warm welcome to you.
1: This is the International Service of Adventist World Radio in English from Pune.
0: In our program today, we bring music from Heritage Singers and Cooper.
1: A story for children followed by a nature study on icebergs
0: Ending our broadcast with a short message on peace This is Sharad your host I'm Maureen And you're listening to Adventist World Radio The Voice of Hope
1: Let's begin our program with a song And this is by the Heritage Singers Entitled I Have a Peace in My Heart I have a
2: peace in my heart That the world never gave me And peace it take away
0: You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope for all. And now we have a story told by our friend, Sarah, entitled, Miracles Still Happen.
3: Hello friends. God can work miracles in your life if you truly believe in Him. Here is a girl who believed in God. No Perry, I say no. The father of the 15-year-old Pacific Island girl protested angrily. I won't have this. He and many of the other villagers didn't like the idea that they'd have to clean up their village, get rid of their pigs and stop chewing their betel nut. And he was determined that his daughter wouldn't be baptized by Pastor Ray Boy, who'd been teaching the people about God's love and about health for living. We can solve this problem in a hurry, one of the villagers suggested. We'll order the missionary and his helpers to leave. That will be the end of this nonsense. Out of sight, out of mind. With them gone, our people will forget these strange ideas. Excellent, another chimed in. Let's do it right away. And so it was that one evening a delegation of village men paid the missionaries a visit. We've decided that we don't want you in our village, the men told the pastor. Your presence is stirring up much trouble. You must pack and leave immediately. The missionaries were saddened by this turn of events, but they remained kind and patient. Very well, Pastor Reba agreed. We'll do as you request, but in parting, I want you to know that I'll be holding the same type of meeting back in my home village. Any of you who would like to continue with what you've been learning will be very welcome to attend our meetings. Perry was sad that the pastor was leaving, but happy to know that he'd be holding meetings elsewhere. I'm going to be there, she promised herself, and she was. She left home and stayed with one of the pastor's helpers. A few evenings later, she approached Pastor Rayboy after the meeting. Please, she said in a simple way. I love Jesus and I want to be baptized. Won't you put me under the water too when you baptize the other candidates? There's nothing I'd rather do, the missionary told her. But I feel that you should write your parents a letter telling them what you want to do and why. Perhaps the letter will soften their hearts and they'll accept your decision. It would be much nicer if we could baptize you with their approval. All right, Perry agreed. She'd had only four years of jungle schooling, which would be equivalent to about one or two years of standard school. So letter writing wasn't easy for her. It took her several days to compose the letter just the way she thought it should be. But when it was done, it was right from her heart. The letter was given to a runner who carried it to her village. What kind of response would her letter bring? Both Perry and the missionary wondered. They were shocked when, instead of receiving a written reply, they saw canoes being pushed ashore. Six or eight men from Perry's village leaped out, brandishing knives. They stopped in front of Perry's hut. Come out here and talk to us, they demanded. Perry and her friends came out. As soon as they appeared, Perry's father said, You must come home this instant. You cannot stay here and become a Christian. I'm sorry, Perry replied, but I can't do as you say. I have to follow my conscience. I'm staying here. Oh, no, you're not. A big burly man grabbed her to force her toward one of the canoes. Perry was standing next to one of the house posts. These posts which hold the house about four feet off the ground are thick and strong. When the man grabbed her, Perry reached for the post and held on to it. The man couldn't pull her free. Others came to help him. But even with all of them tugging, it was as if Perry were rooted to the ground. The men mustered their strength for an extra hard yank. This loosened the pole in the ground and it came out from under the house. Perry reached for the next post and held on tightly. Again the men clutched her and pulled and again they couldn't move Perry. It was as if God were giving us superhuman strength. The second pole started to move and the front corner of the thatch and bamboo house tilted downward. But Perry still couldn't be separated from the post. Then someone began beating the girl and gouged on her right eye. The sight of her face covered with blood frightened the men. They ran to their canoes and paddled away as fast as they could. Perry ripped in agony as gentle hands carried her inside a hut and laid her on a sleeping mat. What could her friends do for her? There was no hospital they could take her to. There wasn't even a doctor available. They joined hands forming a circle around her and prayed earnestly. Dear Lord, they said, Perry loves you so much. She got hurt while showing her loyalty to you. If it is your will, please restore her eye. If not, please help us know how to make the best of this situation. We ask, believing we will receive. Thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, Amen. One by one, all went home. Soon only Perry and the people she was staying with remained. Though suffering excruciating pain... Mary was so exhausted from her ordeal that she finally went to sleep. It was a deep slumber that lasted until morning. When she awoke, she didn't hurt any anymore. She felt the side of her face, no more bleeding. Her eye was back in the socket and she could see. Oh, thank you, Jesus, she cried. I will love you and serve you forever. She ran from the house shouting joyfully, Pastor, Pastor, I'm all well. Jesus healed me. Incredible, the pastor exclaimed as he gazed at the exuberant Perry. Not really, one of the Pastor Rayboy's co-workers reminded. When we ask God for something, what do we expect God to do? You're right, the pastor agreed. When Jesus does something, he does it well. There's nothing halfway about the way he
1: healed Perry. Thank you, Sarah, for a nice story. Hope and trust that our listeners enjoyed it. You are listening to The Voice of Hope from Pune, India. And now here's a nature study on icebergs that will be presented to you by Nilima. Dear listener,
4: icebergs are formed in the Arctic and Antarctic regions where it is very cold. They are formed where the glaciers meet the sea. Large chunks of ice break off and drift away. Icebergs float on the water with only about one-ninth of the iceberg above the surface. There have been icebergs that were four hundred feet tall, and yet only one-ninth was seen. Imagine the massive amount of ice that lay hidden under the water's surface. This is what makes them very dangerous to ships, especially at night, when they cannot be seen. Radar picks up many things on the sea's receiving units, but icebergs are only frozen water. They have no metal or minerals, so that the radar cannot pick them up readily. One night on April 14, 1912, a ship named the Titanic was making her maiden voyage. It had been advertised that the Titanic was unsinkable. It had a strong steel hull and was the safest ship afloat. On that fateful night, as everyone was drinking, dancing and celebrating, the Titanic hit an iceberg. It ripped a long gash in the hull of the ship, which sank rapidly, taking 1,513 persons to a watery grave. An indestructible object met an iceberg, which unfortunately destroyed the indestructible. Dear listeners, we cannot put our hope, faith, trust and confidence in men, all that man can make is destructible because only God can make something indestructible. We are not to put our trust in the things of this world. Put your trust in God today and ask Him to help you be indestructible to Satan.
0: You just heard a nature study on icebergs told by a friend, Nilema. To learn more, you are invited to write to us. Here's our mailing address
1: Adventist World Radio, post box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India.
0: Before you hear God's word, here's a song by Candice Johnson Wonderful Peace.
1: To hear God's word, and we have Sharad presenting to us a message entitled Peace from God.
0: Dear listeners, we all want to be rich, successful, and popular, don't we? And to this end, we have made our lives a vicious circle of struggle and conflict against circumstances and people. We have forgotten. That the fleety flimsies of this life come and go, wither and vanish. Nothing that is of this world will last forever, even this very life. Our Bible text is found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, and here it says, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. A beautiful promise comes to us today amidst all this struggle and chaos that we have built around our lives. We are promised in Philippians chapter 4 verse 7 that the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep our hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Isn't it a beautiful promise? If there is something that is lacking in our lives today It is peace They say money can buy almost anything except love But money cannot buy a peaceful mind However Why is it that many of us have never experienced This peace of God as promised in today's verse? Does this mean that God's promise has failed? The answer is to be found towards the end of this promise. We shall enjoy this peace of God through Jesus Christ. Only when we submit our lives completely to Jesus and will be able to experience the peace of God. The heaven and the earth shall pass away, but God's promise will never fail. Dear listeners, Jesus cannot work in our lives as long as we do not trust Him with the absolute control of our lives. As long as we let things like money or people control our lives, we can never have peace of God. Let us surrender our lives to Jesus now and experience the peace of God for we are all the children of grace and peace, not of money and pleasure. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, we surrender every aspect of our lives to you this day. May the peace of your Father keep our hearts and minds amidst all the struggle and chaos around us. Amen. Peace
1: from God was a message brought to you by Sharat. The Bible in John chapter 14 verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you.
0: Dear listener, In order to find peace for his soul, King Solomon experimented with every resource imaginable. He wrote, I did not withhold my heart from any pleasure. Ecclesiastics chapter 2 verse 10 But what was the result of his search? He concluded, All is... Vanity and grasping for the wind Solomon's ultimate realization was that Fulfillment can be found only in knowing and living for God So dear listener, where are you looking for peace and fulfillment? With this, we have almost come to the end of our broadcast We believe that you enjoyed our program
2: cannot take away
1: Piece, you're welcome to write to us. Here's our mailing address
0: Adventist World Radio, post box number 17, Pune 411001, Maharashtra, India.
2: for God. the desert there's a refuge in
1: Also visit us on awr.org slash English program. This is Maureen, your
0: host. And I'm Sharad signing out from Adventist World Radio.
1: Do join us on our program along with your family and friends.
0: Until then, we wish you goodbye and God bless you.